na 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 I am gay. I am gay. Welcome to the worst fans in baseball. Oh, we're not going. Okay. Nah, we only half commit to bits. How's everyone doing out there? Uh, Tom, Josh, and Ryan uh, here with you all. Yeah, baby. We just swept the uh, Arizona Diamondbacks, and so we're all feeling a little giddy right now. Hell yeah. Schoolgirl. Is there a term for two sweeps in a row? Like, or at least there needs to be like a bowling term, like a turkey or something. Yeah. If you get three, we'll call it a turkey. No, three would be a hat trick. Yeah, we should divvy up winning streaks by series. So, if we win nine in a row, or, you know, ten in a row if we have a four game, um, we should call it a hat trick. And if we get four, we should be a turkey. But Or we can just go by wins. We have six. We have six wins in a row. Uh, Jeff off those sweeps. And maybe, are we riding a six or seven game winning streak? We're a seven game because we got that last game against Milwaukee last Sunday. Lucky number slevin. <laughs> I'll tell you what, she was slevin on my lucky number. You know what I'm talking about, boys? <laughs> pussy podcast. The pussy getting podcast. <laughs> uh, <laughs> good vibe season and everything. Um, we are, what, we've won, um, like, what, 16 of our last 19, I think? Something like so, that. Uh, 18 of 22 is, is a, yeah. Yeah, shit's good right now. Uh, Albert Pujols, boys. Albert Pujols. Man, oh, man. He uh, just cannot be stopped as he um, demolished uh, two absolute taters off of everyone's favorite MAGA baby, Madison Bumgarner, the other night. And they were legit bombs, guys. He had the deepest part of Chase Field, which is kind of like a black hole once you kind of uh, get past the power alley. Um, yeah, what a, me and you noted that both pitches were in good spots. I mean, one was low in the zone and one was, you know, away. So Right on the corner. They, they weren't bad pitches. Yep, and, uh, you know, Albert Pujols said he didn't give a fuck with a capital F, and he, he hit that shit out. And uh, then he got caught stealing uh, second base uh, later in the game. That was very fun and adorable. Um, this brings me... Uh, I'm going to check something real quick on Madison Bumgarner. Ryan, how are you feeling about the, uh, the Pujols resurgence right now? I, f- I feel like I need to apologize for anything terrible I said at the beginning <laughs> of the season. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Ryan's been going through a cleanse on his uh, Twitter right now. <laughs> hey, but Ryan, can you is... read off some of those takes you had, please? I don't know. They had a lot to do with calling people from St. Louis lead poisoning <laughs> victims. Like, that was my main. <laughs> Which is I a huge problem in St. Louis. Lead poisoning, get the, get, let's get the message Nuclear out there. Fallout, lead poisoning yeah. is a huge, huge problem in St. Louis. But, yeah. No, but it's been great. I think, like, I I, uh, I work in a restaurant on the weekends, and, like, last night, there was even just an energy in the restaurant while, like, the game was on, and people were, like, like, it's already playoff baseball season, it feels like. Like, people were pumped. 
Uh, yeah, man. It was a good feeling. It was great to, great to be a part of. People got a vibe going on, Pools. It's kind of, you know, this is kind of what we hoped uh, he would do. Uh, because you, I, you and I shared the same concerns is that, you know, you have an older guy who is, you know, not going to light up uh, the box score. It will probably be passable. And then, uh, you know, we, our main concern was just the fickleness of Cardinals fans. And we had that briefly, but it looks like Pujols is not only passable, but way more than that. If you go by a minimum of 200 plate appearances, he is 20th in the majors right now in OPS, and he is 11th in the National League in OPS as well. Um, he is. Um, it, I mean, it kind of like when Jack Flaherty went on, you know, nearly getting himself in a Cy Young contention. He wasn't that good for a couple months of the season. And then he got locked in and was just laser focus. And right now, Pools is that. I mean, since the beginning of July, he's been one of the best hitters in baseball. I know that's funny to say, but Paul Goldschmidt racked up 10 RBIs and three or four home runs this week. He's not even going to win player of the week. Albert's going to because Albert's got more taters and more ribbies in him and less at-bats. It's just incredible. Um, Keeping in line with my favorite meme going on, Madison Bumgarner has an 8.47 ERA and is 0-3 since Mar-a-Lago got raided. So he is. <laughs> <laughs> he's having. He's not having a good day. Um, you know, it stinks for uh, old Mad Bum. Uh, everyone's uh, everyone's favorite six foot five toddler. I I hate him. I hate him so much. Uh, but you know, you know, he'll bounce back, King. You'll get it. Um, Brandon Nimmo. We all know him. He gave he gave money. Um, he gave he gave Josh. Yeah. Um, you gotta Nick's, give. <laughs> Nick's absolute favorite Mets player is uh, got a one eighty six batting average since Mar-a-Lago got raided. Uh, <laughs> so, um, who else? Oh, Josh Hader. Josh Hader. Our, before we go, is anyone happy? Josh Hader is struggling. Like. Uh, you know, I always Incredibly. thought he was a good. Yeah, I always, always thought he's a good competitor. I think his mea culpa for you know saying some racist shit when he was a teenager was valid and or not valid to say it. I mean, his apology was sufficient, is what I should say. But um, if like Josh, Tom, and Ryan, if you love watching anyone that's not a Cardinals player uh, or team, or in Nick's case, Paul DeYoung, just struggle and eat buckets of dog shit. Uh, Josh Hader has a 23.14 ERA since Mar-a-Lago got raided. So Merrick Garland, baby. <laughs> Merrick Garland doing God's work out there. Just mm, delicious. So it's it's guys, it's a vibe, dude. It is good to be a Cards fan right now. Yeah. Happy with the boys. They're uh you know, our our pitching's been fairly consistent outside of today. I mean, Michael has shut them down Friday night. He was looking good. Uh, you know, I think back it's kind to back of eight inning starts to, since getting yeah, rocked in Colorado. It's finally coming together. We have a healthy starting rotation. I do wonder though, with Flaherty doing rehab starts mm-hmm. and them hoping Matt rehab be back. I don't yeah. know what the fuck they're gonna do you know, come the playoffs with what they're going to do with the rotation. Um, Hudson's going to sit. 
that's what I think is going to happen. Monty's been great. I know Quintana was rocky. Um, like, if you're going to run a five-man rotation, especially down the stretch, especially in the postseason, you know, you take either – I think at this point you'd probably take either Mats or Flaherty. Uh, Mats was on the mend. He got off to a terrible start, and then he got hurt, and then he came back, had a semi-decent start, and, you know, lo and behold, this is where we're at. But I would probably at this point take Mats over uh, over Hudson at this point. I don't know how you guys feel about that. No, I mean, yeah, if he too. comes back healthy. Yeah. I mean, Mats has a, a 570 ERA, but his FIP is below four. So he's kind of just, a, you know, result of some bad luck. While he has given up some homers, here's the big thing. You know, he's got a f- almost six to one strikeout to walk ratio. And our boy Dak, you know, I get it. He's recovering from injury, is at 1.25. I mean, Mats, I think, uh, you know, he's got a walk per nine below two this season. Great. Um, I, you know, I don't think he has, like, the stamina to work deep into games. I think he has a lot of deep counts. Um, but I would trust him with the ball right now that way more than Hudson. And we've been saying this uh, a little bit between me and you, Josh. We'll see what you think about this, Ryan. I kind of feel like Hudson at his very best is just going to be a back-end rotation guy. His metrics really – he's. I feel like he's really not successful unless he has a good defense, like an elite defense to back him. He can't, I think, punch himself off the ropes, and I don't think he can wiggle out of tight jams. So, what do you think of that? Well, I yeah, I mean, I, he's always kind of outperformed his FIP, um, from what I recall. Um, but, yeah, I feel like the Cardinals always produce these types of guys that just, like, like, Hudson had one really good season, and, like, and now he's just kind of been dog shit. Um, and I feel like Luke Weaver was that way. In a sense, Carlos Martinez was only, like, you know, he had ups and downs. Like, we just keep having these pitchers who have, like, they do really good for one year, and we, like, they just go downhill after that first couple of seasons. And I feel... Yeah, maybe, feel you know, like how, that. you know, like in the NFL, how quarterbacks are, like, system players, you know, that's, you know, the criticism idiots would say about Tom Brady in New England. He's a system quarterback, you know. It, it, it's all about what, you know, he's designed to work within, like, a specific coach's or franchise's mindset. He can't adapt anywhere else. And I kind of feel like that's what it is for Hudson. And for some pitchers, I mean, you know, Dave Duncan was a phenomenal back, you know, way back in our Jason Marquis and Joel Pinero days of taking and refining a pretty mediocre starter or talent into an effective pitching force. And, I you know, I say – Jason Marquis a good example. I know he had that god-awful 6 ERA season, but Brian and I, he was first two seasons with us were really good. And Pinero, Supan, Kyle Loesch, you know, they fit well into the system that the Cardinals had at that time. And I think Hudson fits well with ours because he's backed by a defense and he's backed by a ballpark that supports him. And I don't, you know... We're 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 big fucking big galaxy brain sports fans here, so we get to all play amateur scout and you know GM and all that shit. I don't think he's if he left, he would find much success outside of St. Louis. I think I, that's, I that's, agree with you. That's a fair take. Yeah, that's a fair take. I mean, Waka's having a great year in Boston, but after he left, bad. 
Mike Leak. Actually, Leak wasn't that awesome. wasn't that good here, so maybe not the best best example. Marco but he was. Gonzalez. Marco, Marco Gonzalez had a few good years, but he's he's average. Yeah, Marco's been fine. He didn't get enough here. He wouldn't be a particularly uh, uh, great example, but. Loesch, maybe League 2 degree, now that I think about it. Leak was significantly worse once he left St. Louis. That's for sure. Um, you know, it's... Shelby it, Miller it may, was just... Yeah, oh God, Shelby Miller may be the perfect one there. He complete. I mean, he had that really stellar year with Atlanta where he posted a sub-4 ERA, and then after that, I mean, he's out of the league and trying to make a comeback now. And, you know, maybe this is indicative of, like, any kind of baseball organization, you know, a system or a philosophy, it, just guys adjusting. But for, to me, I mean, Dak's blessed with pitching in a ballpark that holds in a lot of homers and a defense that, you know, has multiple gold glove winners and caliber players on it. And, you know, be, you can't, you know, you can't, as a pitcher, control your defense, obviously. But you can, I think, within certainty, control certain. You, you got a runner in the scoring position. You need a strikeout. You know, a lot of guys can probably get that strikeout. Hudson ain't gonna get that strikeout. Yeah. But um, yeah. I we have I, I he he's he's odd man out. Once we have a healthy Matt and Flaherty to me. Yeah. And maybe you should be out now. Spot. But most teams aren't going to run a five-man rotation in the playoffs, do they? Like, I feel like four almost becomes the standard. Four is probably a better standard for but if you needed a fifth guy, I mean, you know. And honestly, you know, at this point, uh, let me take a look at Palante's numbers as a starter. Uh, I think Palante's probably earned the right to be in that rotation as much, if not more, than Hudson's last few outings. As a starter, Palante is... Got a 3.98 ERA. He's, while he isn't punching out guys left and right, he has a higher strikeout per nine than Hudson. He has a better strikeout to walk ratio. You know, Andre, uh, I think, has earned it to, to be in that rotation as much, if not more, than Hudson at this point. That'll make Nick happy, him and his people. <laughs> yeah, him and his, his people. Hey, did you, uh, oh, God, Ryan. Uh, I sent this meme to the boys. I'm gonna send it to you. I wanna. I wanna know what your take is on this. Okay. It was a, uh, you know, every now and then you just stumble across something on Twitter and it makes you hilarious. Would you rather date a racist girl or an astrology girl? Oh yeah. You're married now, and. <laughs> but I think that's a good question. Of who are they racist against? And, you know, for me, if they're racist against Italians, you know, I think I can make that work. <laughs> I think I said Peruvians, so I was like, you're cool. Like, if you don't like Peruvians, that's fine. No, no, you gotta, yeah. It, if they're racist against a white group, I, I can I can make that work. Any other non, any people of color, no, 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 that Just, ain't gonna work. That's gonna be way, it's gonna be too much baggage. So. I don't like, I don't like Swedish uh, people. Georgians. <laughs> yeah, if it's Serbs, Albanians, you know, well, not Albanians. There's a history there. Let's go and not Serbs. Ah, shit. Um, Italians, French. No, no, I got, I got my people here. Italians, French, 
Germans, and uh, yeah, we'll go with Irish. No, not Irish. We'll go with British. You know, like honestly, Greeks. if she's racist against British and Italian people, that would be a turn on to me. I'm not gonna lie. So, um, if you know people want to clip this and say we're a hate group, um, yeah, yeah, we totally are. We're a hate group against the. <laughs> <laughs> imperialism and fascism yeah guys like our politics on here um you know they're flexible okay one minute we're talking about uh you know the dictatorship of the of the proletariat you know the dismantling of the bourgeois the next minute we're probably pointing out that italians have big noses and maybe they should be put in a camp for that you know they're <laughs> We're a podcast that keeps you on your toes, folks. And speaking of it, if those toes are a little too big, you know, you might be Italian, and then we have a problem problem with that. Our toes being big and Italian, uh, um, trend is what? What's I, I mean, the Italian? Well, what what's a, the Italian stereotype? I always heard is uh, is is huge dicks and fat. So. That's that's. I mean, aside from you know the grease back hair and gold chain, I'm talking about like, you know, Itali- Italian stereotypes for like bodies. It's like they're fat and sweaty, and they have massive hogs. And I'm like, so oh, because okay. of that, they have they have gout and have massive toes. They have gout. Ga- yeah. We let's get a new stereotype trending tonight, boys. Okay. Let's uh let's let's get let's get let's give the internet something to chew over. Um. Uh, we can make one up. Italian people don't wipe their asses because they think it's gay. I think that works. Well, that's that's already. I thought that was when we've established. Yeah. Oh yeah, we have done that. Um, all right. Uh, and you can't say that they steal mail either. That's another. Oh yeah, I said that one. <laughs> Man, I know we're being ironic, but holy shit, maybe I am racist toward Italian people. How about, like, Italians Ooh. just don't have any gallbladders? Yeah, they don't have any gall. That's what it is. So that's, yeah. the, that, that's the insult when you go after them. Like, you don't have any gall. They'd be like, my mother had a gallbladder! My father had a gallbladder! <laughs> Good fellas. Ever since I was a young boy, I wanted a gallbladder. <laughs> Henry Hill was half Italian, half Irish, so he only had, like, what, the gall or just the bladder? He just had an extra bladder. <laughs> but he had, like, he had the he had the best fucking liver of anyone in the mob. He though. did. That's oh, true. God. He was the, he could drink Robert De Niro underneath the table. So, All right. Uh, we checked off uh, our main boxes, which is uh, weird racism. Uh, so that's good. <laughs> Through... <laughs> Threw some fish to the to the hungry seals out there. Uh, all in the meantime, of making fun of uh, Trump supporting players. Um, yeah, it's good. It's good to be a baseball fan right now. It's good. You know, I'm gonna go out tonight, fellas. I'm gonna go out, uh, or you know, this week, Ryan. I'm gonna be working in St. Louis this week. Um, okay. Let's hit up the town. Let's hit up the town and let's get let's get pussy like Ronnie Belliard. Okay. We gotta. Yes. Sir. Oh yeah. Dude. Ryan can't because he's married and and he's and he's very loyal and good, um, but you know you can wingman me. You know you can be you can be my yeah ace, man. Dude. I mean, like I said, everybody's primed up with the cards <laughs> winning. There's there's just energy in the air. 
I uh, I have a substantial Twitter following. Uh, would you? Can I? Can I buy you a drink? <laughs> <laughs> I uh, want uh, run a uh, uh, help run a, a, a vaguely confusing uh, politically uh, incorrect podcast about baseball. Uh, can uh, can would you like to go to a diner and get some egg, some scrapple? Would you like to get some scrapple? <laughs> Yeah, let's do that. Uh, we need to get T-shirts. I'm building a website now. You know, did you guys really think that was a bit? I thought it was a bit. I thought, I thought it was. was. A bit. You don't think I care about our voices? <laughs> I, no. I knew it was real because you're bored at work and you know. Yeah, and I drink. To, you're you're able to be like, oh, by my count, halfway through the third inning. He's missed nine balls so far. And I'm like, what do you even do with your fucking job? <laughs> Dude, it was so slow. And, like, you guys drink coffee? Yeah. Yes. I went to really Dunkin', and I'm like, I'm going to get me an iced coffee. And I got that shit black, baby. Fucking A. So I got me a little dark roast and a nice bitter drink. And I drank that. And work was mostly slow. And, uh, you know, I just felt like... I just felt like wilding out autistic style, man. You know, my my my, my autism took over, and I said, "Let's do it." And uh, as soon as Nick sent me, uh, Nick doesn't know this, but when I'm at work and I'm watching the game on my iPad, and I wish, and I should tell him this, um, his text mess text messages come through on the iPad, and customers can see what he says. And uh, I think I need to have a. <laughs> When he says, are you sucking the cum out of such and such as ass? I'm like, okay. It's just a baseball game. <laughs> uh, you just but say, you can get texts like this, too. You I'm can get, like, <laughs> when, you, when, I, when you get the new 13-inch iPad Pro. Uh, so, you know, that's that's a good, that's, you know, Ali Marmol has some great ejections, I feel like. Good ejections, right? He, I think he's animated. Yeah. I mean, that's the whole point of an ejection, I think, is, uh, is to be entertaining. I think that's why they do it. It's why an umpire also doesn't just, like, try and choke a 60-year-old man. It's, I was telling Josh this. It's, uh, ejections are my favorite thing in the world because it's the only time you can watch a, a, another grown man come out and then scream at a 60- or 70-year-old grandpa about his job and then just leave and nothing happened. I love it when, like Ed Hickox had that game where he was pro- he was on the verge of death with his shitty strike zone, and Aaron Boone came out and screamed at him. I'm like, there's nowhere else you can do this shit. This is beautiful. Like I want to scream it. Like can you imagine, like you're at a you're at Walmart and an old man just doesn't greet you properly, and you just fucking tear into him like in the middle of Walmart. And what's he gonna ask you to leave? <laughs> It's perfect. Yeah, we're almost like beautiful or civilized to a fault. You know, it's, instead of like being able to scream at them and berate them, they're just like, "By the way, we're uh, cutting Social Security and uh, Medicaid, so um, also you don't have a retirement program anymore." As Walmart we took either, that, so. he took that from us. But uh, Ali had an ejection because yeah. uh, CB Buckner, I that missed a pitch way inside on Nolan Arenado by like two, two or three inches. And uh, Ollie came out, and they got into it. And then Nick, of course, uh, says, asked if I gurgle the balls or something of C.B. Buckner. And C.B. Buckner is not a very good calling up. See, C.B. is currently right now the uh, worst calling up 
and he's around like 92%. So the most dumps, I think, do fine. I think fans just kind of lose it a little bit. Um, but CB was having a bad one to start. And so I decided, let's count and just see how many he's missed. And, you know, the first three innings, he missed uh, seven pitches. That's not a good clip, boys. That's on track to miss 20. So that's, uh, that's, that's what I was doing at work instead of my job. So that, what he I was thinking, missing for both both sides. Like he was just having, he didn't yeah, know where the strike zone was. To be fair, I'm just going to count him right now and see how, how bad he was. <laughs> just because like Newt missed. walked on a a strike on one, yeah, on one right right dead fucking center. Uh, let me see here. You know, I'm just, you know, I think I think uh, once Ollie yelled at him and got ejected, I stopped counting after the seventh. But he only missed three after that, so I think he's only mi- he's missed between ten and a hundred after after that. But you know. Good. It was good ejection. I love that. It's a good ejection. Ollie's really good at getting thrown out. I love it. He's animated. He's got spunk. He's got spirit. I fucking love it. I love watching him scream. I love watching him scream at old people. It makes me so happy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh god! If I can get thrown out, I'm about to throw these kids out of the Little League World Series or the 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 World Series Classic. What do they call this? The Little League Classic. Yeah, I get what is doing the wave. It's super distracting. You hate the what? What? Ryan out here watching kids. What is he, Caleb Moppin? No, I'm watching the the Orioles Red Sox game, but it's at the the Little League Classic game. Uh huh. Oh, there's one. They're doing the wave, and I, I, it's right behind the plate, and it's super distracting. Man, dude, that's a this. This reminds me. uh, Okay. For you two, what are your favorite um, umpire, not umpires, managers to get ejected, like their style with it? I think my personal favorite would be anyone that Lou Pinella did, just because he looked like fucking Cindy Lou Who from the Grinch's, like, angry drunk uncle, just going out there and screaming. Uh, um, Lou, Lou entering a fugue state is really good. Uh, Lou Pinella had some great ejections. Um... Bob Melvin has good ejections. Um, Bobby Lou, Cox got thrown out more than anybody. Yeah. yeah, yeah. His ejections became less excitable at the end. Ron Gardenhire had a lot of ejections, and he had some good ones. Um, Tommy Lasorda was big, big guy. Got ejected yeah, a lot. Yeah, Tommy had some. I've never seen. You know what? I've never seen. I've never seen a whitey ejection. Let me see if I can find that on on you on YouTube. Let's see, Whitey Herzog ejected from a, from a Jack in the Box. Wait, what? <laughs> the White regional returns. Commercial. I bet uh, Whitey probably had some dandies whenever it came to getting just fucking kicked out of a game. So there were so many slurs that just got hurled around when he went up. <laughs> <laughs> like, God damn it, Whitey! You can't say that. <laughs> Oh, oh, Domingo. For Domingo. <laughs> <laughs> my, my name is Steve. <laughs> my name is Earl. <laughs> my name is Earl. My name. My name is Earl. I hate using these website generators. God damn. Jesus. But the things I do. Things I do so we can be a famous podcasting group. Jesus. Yeah. 
You just want to be like, like the, the jam boy. The jam boy media. We are no, toe jam boy media right here. I'm Tom. I'm Tom. This is Josh. And this is Ryan. Yeah. We, we killed Nick because we found... Uh, we, <laughs> we killed Nick because we found an Alanis Morissette album under his bed. And we don't tolerate <laughs> that around here. <laughs> we put that boy six feet under let me tell you right some bitch monkey nuts so what were I you think, gonna say ryan yeah what were you gonna say i was thinking of the ejection i can't remember who did it but like just threw a bunch of bats onto the field Do you oh was it wally backman vis- i have to check it out like just like that image of just like a guy being so pissed that he grabbed all of the bats and just oh dude them. here let me uh you got to look at wally backman getting thrown out he was uh managing an independent team uh they, it was like this documentary called playing for peanuts their mascot was the peanuts and it was like 12 15 years ago and uh he has an incredibly insane ejection uh let me see if i can is this the guy who like throws the rosin bag like it's a grenade no, that was the uh, no, that was that was way too much show. Wally is uh, Wally Backman was second baseman for the Mets in the '80s, and uh, he's short. He's a little he's a little angry dog, and I fucking love Wally for this. Let me send this to you boys. I'm I'm you. watching it now. I found it. You found it. This is all right. Yeah. Let me tell you when to. This is exactly what I was thinking of. Yeah, it is. It is. It is a beautiful ejection. Let me send it to you, Josh. All right. And we'll just bask in it together. People, uh, you know, if you're listening, you know, tough shit. This is just how the podcast goes sometimes. We just, yeah. we'll have just to do get, a play, play by get, play. He's kicking dirt onto the, onto the um, home plate. So that's a, you know, classic. I'm going to get ejected move. Crank up the volume. Dirty up So the people plate. hear it. So people hear. They're in a little high school dugout right now. You know, a cinder block dugout. Atta babe. There's, you know, there's, there's Wally. He's out there. He's whispering in his ear. Whispering. Here it is. Yep. What the him. fuck is going on? Hey, get your hands off me. He, ne- he never even fucking said anything. He never said a fucking word to you. What you going to shoot on your fucking shoulder? Shit zone all day. <laughs> what did he say to you? What did he say? He never even looked at you. He never even fucking looked at you. You're done, Tom. For what? What the fuck did I just say? <laughs> you motherfucker. What the fuck? He's kicking dirt. He's covering no, the bullshit. I never said a goddamn word to the guy. You know it. You know it. Oh, man. Let's go. Let's go. It's beautiful. Folks, watch it. That's not even all of it. There is four more minutes of Wally Backman losing his shit. It is the best manager ejection ever. Best manager. Just pure, pure rage from, from, a, guy, from a guy who looks like he runs a deli. It is beautiful. <laughs> oh, shit. That reminds me. We never shared that video of Wade Boggs talking about the time he shit himself. No. Oh. Oh wait. Fuck. No, wait. No. Not, no. It was not George Wade Brett. Boggs. It was uh, 
George Brett, yeah, that's right. Ryan, George Brett. George tells Brett like a, shit himself? Ten, dude, he tells a ten-minute story at camp. It's it's great. It's actually How he a great went, story. Went out to dinner. <laughs> he went out to dinner. He got seafood poisoning. He shit himself. He had to have someone come bring, like, a coat. He had a coat that he covered himself, and he'd go back to a hotel, and someone bring him clothes that didn't fit, and he just threw his shit away. It is, it is a beautiful story from the 3,000 Hit Club member. <laughs> what the Royals did from 1990 to 2012, George Brett did once, all right? Perpetual pants shitting. <laughs> it's beautiful. It's a hell of a story. Hell of a story. Or just have beer shits. What's his record that they do in Always Sunny when they're trying to beat it with all the? Beer oh, the gang goes for bogs. Uh, let's yeah. Let's you know. Let it's me like look it up. Hundred twenty beers or something. Yeah, here There's I'll look it up. Something insane like that. A uh, beer record on a plane on a on a red eye, I think. Um, Ryan, um, Josh, me. Um, from from New York to L.A., do you think how, what's the most beers you think you guys can drink? Just slugging them. New York to LA. What is that? What? A four-hour, four-hour flight. And on a shitty, and on a shitty 1980s plane. So that's probably not a four-hour. That's probably a ten, ten-hour flight. Flight from LA to New York. What are we talking about? These, are these Bud Lights? Are they? It, your beer, beer of choice. Your beer. Cho- it's a 12, 12 hour flight. Twelve-hour flight. On spirit. On fucking spirit. I'm going with my Millers, my Miller Lights. That'll be easy to put down. All right. I'm going with Hams because I'm a real fan. <laughs> I'm going to go Bud Light because uh, I'm a fan of living in the city of St. Louis. Ooh. I think I could kill a 30-pack before eventually passing out, I think. Like, I mean, 12 hours. Uh, you know what? I would say 40. 40's my max, and I think I die or pass out or vomit myself into a stupor. I think I'm good for 30. Ryan? Like, this is Ryan, four hours, right? This is a 12-hour flight. And Ryan, I know you. Flight. I know you. I know when you're going to lie. I want you to be honest. <laughs> Probably 106. <laughs> <laughs> You know what, Ryan? You know what? I have I have the uh, I, I I have the polygraph right here, and uh, it's it, it's as it's as steady as a grizzly stick. That is one hundred percent the truth. He could crush one hundred and six beers. He would just be one short of Wade Boggs, who claims to have drank one hundred and seven beers on a on a red eye. Just let's do the math here. Uh, we need to get. Uh, you know, a special Dorktown John Boys episode on this one. The uh, the math on what it would take for a beer. But we're looking at 107 beers divided by, let's say, 12 hours, 15 minutes, you know. Um, that is about, it's just shy of nine beers, uh, nine beers an hour. Okay. It's doable. So every 10 minutes you're drinking a beer, and then the... And then the next one, and then the next ten minutes are drinking two beers, back yep. to one beer. Yeah. What? Oh, God. This is what we need to do. Um, 
we need to pool our money together. We need to send Ryan to New York, put him on a plane with 100 <laughs> <laughs> with 120 beers. And then <laughs> send him to LA and just see and just let the man cook, baby. We got to let the man But we cook. need to fi- we need to find him like a really old shitty plane. Like yeah, like play. that one plane that crashed into uh, like Mount Everest with that one like uh, you know that plane that happened they hit in like Chile and then they all like, yeah ate each other because yeah you need like that plane yeah so no I slow. no I think we put them on the ones that did nine eleven I think that's what we do <laughs> we make this a so one way trip it... this is a one way trip for Ryan anyway. <laughs> Current flights only take six hours, so I would have to fly there and back. Yeah, uh, I'm not sure how much it is. Uh, Spirit said 12. If it's a six hour, we'll put you on the slowest moving plane. That's that's what I think. We'll put you on the, if it has stops, sure. I think that's fine. You know, uh, you just stop drinking whenever you stop. But, you know, from the time, LA to LA to New York, New York to LA, we got to, I got it. We got to see what you come up with. I gotta see if you survive. I wanted. To- you guys want to start with? Uh, we should start with Amtrak first, and then work our way up. To Put them on a train. Put them on a train. Yeah. yeah you, you gotta build your airplane legs. <laughs> this is our training. <laughs> it goes airplane, submarine, uh, fighter jet. Fuck it. Crank it, Elton John. Elton, we should go. You know, Elton- Elton John did a soundtrack to a Rocky film, so we have fucking, yeah. <laughs> fucking Elton John. Blast. We're going like on a hike in the Rockies, like a very like touristy <laughs> hiking spot in the Rockies, and we're just chugging beers as we do it. Yeah, like, <laughs> we're training people. We're training. We're training, folks. <laughs> Throwing up. We got tried, tried puke all over our <laughs> Running up the steps of the fucking Philadelphia courthouse. Throwing up halfway. <laughs> We keep vomiting in, like, Denver, Colorado at Pikes Peak, and we're just like, man, this fucking elevation's no game. Oh, become, oh the, become the best drunk drivers ever. <laughs> you can see oh, the geez. cans we littered down the mountain from space. <laughs> yeah, like, um, we, it's used as a guide for other climbers is what they <laughs> We must find... We must follow the drunken monkey path. This is how you get to. This is how you get to the top of Pike's Peak. What you'll find at the top of Pike's Peak is is a small mini bar. Is what you'll find. <laughs> and, and three drunk snow trolls. What if we uh, trained with like the beer goggles on while we were getting shit faced? So like, drunk twice, like. Oh, okay. <laughs> They, uh, at, right there. That is, oh uh, Christ! I didn't hear no bell. I didn't. <laughs> Listen here, officer. <laughs> Listen here, Delta Airlines Air Marshal. I didn't hear no bell. I didn't hear no bell. <laughs> I didn't hear no bell. With rubber bullets. I didn't hear no bell, and this beer has a bomb in it. Uh, listen, listen here, Spirit. Uh, a Luak bar. And then tr- slam a beer over your head and drink it. <laughs> yeah, I think we can do it. I think the, this would be our gang goes for bogs is what it will be. <laughs> 
just be do stealth. a live stream on an Amtrak. <laughs> oh my god. Whew. That would um yeah. mm. oh, that would be a spicy meatball right there. That'd be a that'd be a good It'd be one. cheaper than your Vegas trip, even if you're buying the beer on the fucking train. Oh yeah, easily. Here. What's uh what's the going well, rate of a on Amtrak you can just take your own booze. Yeah. Thirty pack oh. Bud Light price. 30-pack Bud Light price. I mean, they're 20 bucks. 20 bucks at Walmart. It's 19.98. Okay, that is for 30. All right? We need to drink 108 to beat Boggs. Divide by 30. We need we're going to need at least 4 we're cases. Good. Yeah, 19.98 yeah, we're good for 120 each. Times 4. Yeah, $80. $80 plus tax, you know, you got taxes and cake, you know. Got uh, $200 Amtrak fare. Yep, $200 Amtrak fare with processing. We'll need about two. We're also not counting. We're not counting our training beers either. That is true. Like quadruple our numbers. Okay, okay. Training is all of it. No, no, Josh, you're good there. Okay, and I would think the training. You know, when it comes to like muscle memory, you know, for you know, uh, 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 of like of you know learning a new maneuver, a technique. Learning to throw a ball from a dis- different slot, it takes, I would say, a thousand, a thousand hours. A thousand times of repetition, actually. I would say a thousand moments of repetition. <laughs> How many hours do you think that'd be? I would say, you know, with that amount of repetition, and we're looking, to, we're looking to match the pace of nine beers an hour, okay? You know, I'm just going to go, uh, you know, nine beers an hour. I'm going to say a thousand beers is what it's going to take. I think we're going to need 111 hours. Okay, so 111 hours, you know, or better yet, a thousand beers <laughs> divide by 30. <laughs> we're going to need at least uh, 34 cases of Budweiser or Bud Light multiplied by 1998. And, you know, they could be on sale. They could not. Who knows? Reduce rate. That'd be plus tax. Here in Cape Girardeau, it would be, um, we would need at least for training $740.46. And then on top, top of Amtrak, Amtrak, and the real beers to do the deed, all we'll need to do this, fellas, is um, $1,027.58. And I think we can do it. <laughs> That's why you, the folks listening here, we're going to open up a Patreon, a GoFundMe, a Venmo. You get us $1,027.58. You know what? We're not doing this alone, all right? If you get us $3,082.74, we will train at least 100, 111 hours of training. You're just wait. This is what your money goes to. This is your investment, 111 hours of team training. We are a banana we are a banana republic, okay? It will go to the training. It will go to the investment of the beers to do the training and the Amtrak fare for us to carry out and see how our training does. If you if you listeners can get us $3,082.74, we will take that investment. We will drink a total of... <laughs> 1,106 beers... On on a train, on a train. Actually, it's going to need to be more than that, fellas. Actually, no, I think that's the right math. 
folks, folks, if you hear, you, you, I did my math wrong. You would not be paying for a thousand <gasps> beers because that is just for one person. You instead would need, you would be contributing a grand total of 3,324 beers for us to drink and train on. Okay? <laughs> I'm sorry I let everyone astray. I'm sorry I had that brain fart. I just got so excited. I got to remember this is a team effort and we all have to carry our weight. We are not going to divide the 107 that Boggs did, which would be 300. No, sorry, that was wrong. That's 300. That would be 35 beers apiece, which would still be a lot. Okay? No, no, no. We are each going to match it. We are each going to pull each other over the finish line. So if I pass out after 40 beers, Ryan's going to make sure I don't fall asleep or die. He's going to jack me with an epinephrine or give me smelling salts, and he's going to force feed me nine beers an hour at that point. If Josh if Josh goes to the bathroom to throw up for 30 minutes, he comes back 18 beers down the chute. Okay, he's got to make up for that lost time. This is what your money can buy. You could put $3,000 into Tesla or Amazon into a mutual fund to take care of your children to, to you know, to, in case the AC or the water heater breaks. Or you can instead put it to something tangential, something measurable, something real, all right, that puts good into this world, something that's not a selfish act like a new riding mower, Todd. You can put it toward 330-somethings getting alcohol poisoning over the course. Of, it's 112 hours. So if we did this uh, five, eight hours a day, 14 straight days of drinking nothing but Bud Light, you can put your money to that. All it takes is a simple investment of $3,000, all right? I think we got a winning strategy here. Um yeah, Operators are standing right. by. <laughs> Operators are standing. <laughs> uh, we take credit. We take. Uh, will we take a crypto? Bitcoin. Yeah, let's yeah, take a. Let's take a. Let's yeah. take a gay ass fake money. Let's. Do, let's, do. let's take. Let's only take like Logan Paul's uh, cryptocurrency. That he has. <laughs> what's his cur- What's his currency called? Suicide Watch coin. <laughs> yeah. What is it, Logan Paul crypto? I have Crypt- no idea if he actually has one, but it seems like he would. So. Yeah. Um, yeah. We should make our own coin. We'll call it Tard Coin, is what we'll call ours. <laughs> and we actually owe you money when you're like, you, we give you money to take it. <laughs> <laughs> we'll uh, we'll make an NFT for you and everything. So, I have NFTs. Nice fucking titties. Yeah, that was a good meme. What are we gonna do about the whole like piss? <clears throat> Uh, situation though, because we're gonna have to go to the bathroom so oh. often if we're gonna put down. No, I plan for this. Oh, they got no, pisses we, on the train. Yeah, no, we have a catheter. That's what we have. We each have catheters, <laughs> so we can well, drink you while we can. Carrying your own weight, so that's why I thought. I, I thought there might be a catheter type situation where. Let me. Uh, how much? Our, like suits with piss. Let's look at. Let's think of the damage we're gonna do to our bodies here. Bud Light calories. <laughs> There's 12 calories in a in a can of Bud Light, fellas. No, so that's for, not right. There's more, there's more than that. Twelve, uh, fellas. It is a light beer. I'm just saying. I'm just telling you what the energy or energy what the internet has told me here. Okay. 
All right. Would would they lie? Would in one lie? fluid ounce. Oh, one I mean, fluid. Oh so shit. Fifty. Well, how many ounces uh, in a can? Twelve ounces. Twelve. Oh God, no! Oh, I'm <laughs> so <laughs> shitty at math. There's a uh, hundred and forty-four calories <laughs> in a can of Bud Light, which we're going to drink if we beat the record. One thousand one hundred eight cans. We're going to consume just on beer alone. And I'm saying that man cannot live on beer alone. That is a lie. We would be consuming in 14 days from training to Amtrak 159,552 calories just from drinking Bud Light. Dude, okay, I just had an idea that we can circumvent this process. What if we make yeah. beer bread with the beer? So we're still consuming it, but we're not getting mm, drunk. Nope, nope. We got to. Did Wade Boggs? Did Wade Boggs do that? He didn't eat he no didn't beer. He didn't have bread. the access to an air fryer or a little oven to make it. Yeah. Had he, he, he probably would have been at 130 beer. He didn't have the access to fucking Jaeger bombs or something. I don't. Who gives a shit? Josh, we're going to do it primitive style. We're going to do it like our forefathers. If that means. We have to wear shitty, I don't know, plaid suits with big shoulder pads and be probably more racist than what, you know, than for the time. Then we're going to do that. We're going to be 1980s Wade Boggs. We're going to have cocaine addictions. We're going to smoke. We're going to drink. I can't wait to light up a cigarette on the Amtrak. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and we're going to call Pete, we're going to call women tootses. We're going to slap waitresses on the buttocks. We're going to drink over 1,100 beers just just like our forefathers, just like they did in the old days. We're not doing beer bread shit. We're not doing a beer tasty video of beer. We're not doing beer a... Brats. Nope, we're not doing beer brats. We're not even using that to smoke meat. We're going to drink it straight from the can, just like our forefathers when it came to eating, eating straight from Mother Earth. They'd pull a carrot up from the earth, and they would eat it. Just like Wade Boggs would pull a beer from the ground and drink it on a drink it on a plane, except we're gonna do it on a train. So that's what we're doing, okay. damn it. But back to the piss thing. So you okay, know that yeah. episode of Nathan for you, where he's yeah. trying to help the guy who sells chili get into that like one minor league hockey stadium, so he can like he makes that like vinyl polyurethane type like fat suit to wear that it can just be filled up. Yeah, um, we do that with pi- about? we do that with mm-hmm. piss. Yeah, we just do that with piss. <laughs> yeah, we're the er- piss boys. Hey, why are you guys wearing such baggy clothes? <laughs> <laughs> Halfway through, they're like, "Those guys look like they've each gained fifty pounds." And I just can't wait till the the police officer tackles me as I'm <laughs> drunkenly disturbed, and the, the piss balloon just b- blows up. <laughs> oh, thank I you, Officer. <laughs> I didn't hear them. <laughs> Did you pee on me? No, I peed earlier in the I suit. Pee- you just. <laughs> Officer, I have a medical condition. You just busted my pee back. <laughs> Officer, this is assault. <laughs> Just defending that in court. Um, um, you're here because you peed on an officer. Technically, I didn't pee on him, but did, my pee did get on him. 
So therefore, it is not assault. I was storing pee in my fat suit. He elected <laughs> to tap. Where, where, where am I going? I've drinking at this point one th- one one hundred and eight beers on this train. <laughs> what danger do I present? I asked the court. <laughs> I am a man in a fat suit filled with pee. Where am I going? <laughs> oh, Jesus. Man, this is the best idea. This is the smartest idea. This is, uh, yeah, uh, this is, um, this is like impractical jokers with further brain damage. This is just perfect. <laughs> we've come, we've come up with a big titted hit, boys. This is how we did it. We had like twenty minutes of serious baseball talk, and then thirty thirty five minutes. <laughs> well, okay. Uh, so the while, gang goes while for the ideas are, While the ideas are percolating, have we given any more thought to the worst fans, baby? I th- I I genuinely think we need a kid involved in this just any kid really just i mean it's got to be one that like all of our like jizz made like we it's it's, it's one of our oh. kids we don't know <laughs> we could we just, just mix it up in a cup like jason bateman in that one movie and they do it like <laughs> russian roulette style and they're like yeah <laughs> they just fill a okay That'd be funny, and like this podcast goes on a while, and we forget about this, and we get a knock at the door because we're now living together, <laughs> and I look like Tom Selleck, and one of you is uh, Steve Gutenberg, and we open the door, Gutenberg. and it's and it's just a vaguely fat child with a Jewish haircut and some glasses. Oh, <laughs> uh, it's our it's child, me. Ryan. This is your kid. What are you talking about? It's your kid. Oh, it's your kid. Wait a minute. Title card: Three men and a. Autistic boy. Three three men and a baby. It's our kid! And then it's the feel-good hit of the summer. It's a, It'd be rated yeah. PG, because we would watch our tone. We would watch our language around this kid. He would. We would teach him everything about baseball. We'd take, teach him about sabermetrics. We'd teach him about, uh, you know, the importance of uh, the hard nine, the inside corner. And then he would pull out uh, something from underneath one of our beds, be like, what's with this piss-smelling suit? And then we'd have to have that talk with him. You know, long ago, your fathers... Make him wear it. (laughs) (laughs) Your fathers, who are not gay, might I add. Your fathers. We we got together, and uh, son, you know, we, we did something we always wanted to do. We invested... A small fortune into Bud Light, and then drink all of that Bud Light on a on a train ride from Chicago, Illinois, to Carbondale. <laughs> we were destined for New Orleans, but they removed us at Carbondale. <laughs> we then wandered. We then wandered the lands of Southern Illinois. <laughs> Until we all passed out and woke up with the worst hangover in beer farts ever. And then he would call uh, social services on us and we would all go to jail. Man. That'd be the worst, fa- the worst baby in baseball. Excellent story, Mark. <laughs> Anyways, how's your sex life? How's your sex life? Oh, God, we got to find a woman to carry our... Mix. We could just find a kid, Josh. They're everywhere. 
So yeah, just but, steal one. I mean, those Amber Alerts gotta... don't do shit. <laughs> Everyone ignores them anyway. <laughs> I just see the Amber Alert going out, and it's like baby stolen. Last seen in a guy in a piss suit. <laughs> I thought an Amber Alert was when someone pooped in a bed. Oh! I had no idea it was about a missing child. I thought oh. Am- I thought Amber Alert was like my ex girlfriend coming to get her things. You won't get your shit back, Am. <laughs> I'm keeping the PlayStation Three. Um, yeah, I think we should. <laughs> you know, we don't know how long we're gonna live, especially when we start training for our very own version of the Special Olympics. Um, the beer cathlon may kill us. And I think we should just get the kid now. We should just find a kid, you know, and buy it, I guess. How does one go about getting a kid these days? We steal it. We buy it. Mm. We borrow a kid. We could do that. Who do we know that's a kid? Like a Ukrainian kid. We could get a Ukrainian kid pretty easy. We can adopt a kid. We would. Yeah, fucking Milagros can come over here and eat our you know borscht <laughs> everyone talks about how adopting in this country is so hard uh, how it's you know vir- how it's virtually just it does it, it's designation it, it it traumatizes children you know it doesn't it, it it's requirements to i think that's bull that's 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 bullshit okay we clearly are great parental material they'll easily pass us they'll give us one of those fuckers in a heartbeat. All right. They'll probably give it. I guys, I interview very well whenever I apply for jobs. Uh, the last three jobs I got, I got hired right on the spot. The same can be done when we apply to get a kid. They'll just give us a kid right on the money. Just right there and then. Yep. Like, Here you fucking go. His name's Todd. He poops a lot. Yeah. We'll adopt your baby. Just, just the adoption agent is like, hey, you guys smell like Bud Light. Uh, that's pretty cool. You guys are rad. <laughs> <laughs> just... <laughs> Yo, we listen. We listen to your podcast. It's uh, real. It's it's really cool that you guys are uh, terrible people. <laughs> would you like a Would you like a kid? <laughs> we'll even we'll even throw in a warranty for free. Oh, a replacement. Child. I keep telling other customers that we're out, but I got a few in the back. Yep. <laughs> oh God damn. Yeah, we're just brimming. We're just full of ideas tonight, fellows. It's just, uh, you know, it's yeah. good. It's good. We're just full of vigor. Um, as we wind down, any what? Any exciting baseball news? Do we have any exciting baseball news? Uh, we made fun of Fernando Tatis cheating already. Um, we've done that. Um, um, Elvis and How do we feel about Yachty going back for the? Uh, oh, sorry, Josh. Ooh. Oh yeah. Oh, you're good. People were saying uh, were saying Derek Gould and Ben Fredrickson and Jeff Jones and Ben Hulkman, they needed to skewer Yadier Molina for uh, for going back to watch his team win a basketball championship in Puerto Rico. And you know, while I get you know you should be with your team, um, I don't care because Yadi sucks this year, and um, he's not uh, number one or number two in the MVP race. So. Um, yeah, he went back for something that is, you know, real, like a bass, like winning. A he's basketball. also able to travel across, yeah, country <laughs> lines. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, I guess, I mean, Puerto Rico's a U.S. territory, so it should be a state. But like, yeah, yeah, he could travel. 
and he's got he's yeah. he's not that he's he, he's worth zero war. I checked it after he left. He's just uh, it's I also like, just feel like they they worked this out before the season. Like he was like, "Hey, I don't really want to come back, but I'll come back for this last ride if you guys let me take personal time and stuff." Cuz he also took a bunch of personal time during what spring training like he wasn't there. Yeah, I feel like that too. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Like, you know, please come back so yeah, we can make some money. You know. Yeah. So we can make more money. Build a wit. He really wants to be number one. He really wants to be the richest baseball owner. You gotta yada, you gotta look after Billy here. Okay. Like I don't I don't I don't care that Yachty went for it, uh you know, at at all. At all. And I and, you know, I think everyone drawing a highlight to it is just uh being being silly. So there I yeah. This I haven't. I I wonder if there's a fan base out there that hates all their writers as much as Saint as Saint Louis hates their writers. <laughs> like, like, I think Derek Gould's a phenomenal beat writer, but everyone just loves to start shit with him on fucking Twitter. <laughs> like, yeah, you know he's not. Well, it's yeah, they're illiterate, Tom. Yeah, that's the thing. They don't actually. They they can't read. Yeah, uh, uh, it, I think being a St. Louis sports beat writer in some bizarre way is kind of oxymoronic. So, you know. <laughs> so, um, yeah, um, uh, you know, we stand Derek Gould here. He's a good boy. He's a good boy. One day we'll have him on the podcast uh, when we clean up our act. But actually, no, he'll be on the podcast sooner because he's going to hear about the three strapping young lads and the hundreds of hours they put in. To train to beat Wade Boggs' drinking record via Amtrak. And he's going to come write an article about us. I guarantee that's what's going to happen. I think so. Or uh, Hotchman. Yeah, that'd be cool. Or Jeff Jones. Or, you know. I'm not sure if we can make fun of Jeff Jones anymore. I can't remember the whole bank robbing thing. But, uh, you know, Jones was based on a. Jones was based to share the uh, political donations of uh, the DeWitts. Because uh, if there's one thing Bill DeWitt loves after uh, collecting a lot of money, as we all know, is uh, giving it away to uh, people that will take away uh, your your human rights. Um, so. Well, Tom, you just know that's because Jeff Jones works for the Bellevue Democrat. He works that's, for Ed's that in the name itself, Tom. Jeff Jones. That George Soros. Ed George Soros. <laughs> Is that George Soros is out here stirring up a coup in the city of Belleville, Illinois? Jeff Jones, Jeff Jones is running a psyop for George Soros to turn the turn my kid gay and trans at the same time. All because Bill, Bill DeWitt's a great man. So what if he's giving money? To guys that want to instate fascism, all right? You know what? He made Arby's. He made Arby's. <laughs> I'll tell you what's fascist, that I can't have a 100-ounce Bud Light in my in, in the Arby's drive-thru. I think that's fascist. So. <laughs> I hate our fan base. I hate it. Uh, I love you guys, though. You're the best part of our fan base, to be honest. So I hate Thank you. I hate. Oh, they're doing this right now in the 
Sox Orioles game. I hate that we have to uh, suck off the troops at every baseball event, every sporting event. I really uh, would think it would be brave if someone wore like a fuck the troops shirt. I think that'd be cool. So. Or I, think, oh, uh, I do have a new favorite. Did you see the troop who was just sitting down? The what? Or did they announce him differently? There's a troop that was just. I can't. I'm not listening to it. Yeah. But there's a troop that was sitting down during those introductions, and I appreciate. Oh that. God, yeah, they should be like, you need to stand. Marjorie Taylor Greens there taking yeah. a, taking a knee for what they did to the great man Donald Trump. God, these troops are here to say <laughs> de- defund the FBI. So. So, okay, yeah, I see what you're talking about. This is a Little League classic. Where are they fucking playing? Where the fuck is this? Uh, I don't like this. It's not, they don't play in Omaha, do they? Yeah, this sucks. It's like playing in London. That'd be really dumb if we we knew a team playing in London. Chicago Cubs. Hey, look who's batting. It's, uh, it's something Hernandez. Ooh. Okay. Ooh. I appreciate this little league game more than the Field of Dreams game. I think that is the stupidest thing. It's stupid because they put two shitty teams into it is why. That's why it was stupid. No. No, it's like it's like watching a listening to a song about a song. Like the Field of Dreams is a B movie, C movie. Did you watch when you were twelve, and we're like, "Oh, cool! Like, it's watch it now. It's fine." Yeah, it's fine. It's if, not... if you if you suck it, it will come. <laughs> yeah, um, I think it sucked because yeah, it was the Cubs and the Reds, which I think most people would rather watch someone hit a dog than than that shit. So yeah. <laughs> I know I would. Someone's like, I'm going to beat the shit out of this dog unless you watch the Reds and Cubs. I'd be like, here's a pipe wrench. Go to town. I'm not watching that. (laughs) The few remaining brain cells I have after that that train ride, I'm not going to waste them on the Cubs, Cubs, and the Reds. All right? Beat that dog. Beat them harder. So, anyway. Ah, What a productive podcast, fellas. This is good. I'm going to build a website. We have yeah. uh, we have two more things we need to talk touch on. Oh, okay, yeah. One cool. of which is I have received a communique oh. on the status of Nick and <clears throat> possibly how he died. So, oh, he a didn't. Of days ago, he didn't get cemented in someone's basement. You know, he actually did, but he was freed from that. Oh, messed him up with a bunch of olive oil, and he just kind of slipped out. So, oh. Um, <laughs> when he was telling us about this a uh, couple days ago, he shared a meme about Pete Alonso and says, uh, you know, since Pete Alonso's a terrorist, uh, why isn't he playing for Team Iraq when the tweet was about him playing Ooh. for Team USA? Yeah. So but- I decided to do a deep dive into Nick. And behold, <laughs> investigative journalist, um, Josh. <laughs> yeah. So. The fact that he says Team Iraq, I'm like, oh, is Nick uh, under the assumption that Iraq had weapons of mass destruction? Ooh, is so, he part uh, of their Red know, Guard? I, Ooh. Well, I looked into it, and turns out Nick is actually best friends with Dick Cheney. Oh. Uh, 
Ooh, well, at the very least, good. so he thinks. So he was invited on an island vacation, um, only to find out that he was a part of the most dangerous game by the world's elites. So, yeah, I th- I th- I think Nick has uh, been filled with buckshot and is now being taxidermied somewhere. Oh, dude, he's going to be made into someone's fuck blanket is what it is. Man. Oh, yeah. Can't, that's a so, what a terrible way for Nick way to, go to go out. Yeah, that he's gonna be the fucking the the bed sheets on on Dick Cheney's bed whenever he cranks off or whenever his oozing old back just just pours out grease and bile on him, and he's never gonna wash that. He's too old for it. He's not gonna have his maid do it. He's too prideful, and that's gonna be what happens. That's Nick's legacy right there, is having Dick mm-hmm. Cheney's. Fucking moldy, moly, fucking ugh, liver spotted ass, just seeping bile onto him. What a terrible! I kind of wish he got stung by bees or drowned at sea or uh, you know anything. I can't think of a worse death than that, and I can't think of a worse death than that until our next episode. So you know where we'll think of something true. even more horrific. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, before we go, we're going to have Kyle Reese on Tuesday. Um, we heard that uh, the ghost of Nick might return for that. Ryan's got to work. Um, so we'll, uh, we'll kind of have a little old school rotation there. Um, but, uh, yeah, Kyle Reese is great, uh, folks. He, he, has a, he, has a, he has a site that he runs, writing uh, 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 – I, I guess scout, I guess we can call him a scout. He reports on minor league prospects in the card system, and he's very good at it. Yeah. And we can't wait to interview him on that one. So, yay. Uh, fellas, who are we fucking tonight? Ooh. Ooh. Oh, man. Fuck I say Mad we, um, yeah, Mad Bum's good. Yeah, fuck Mad Bum. Um. Yeah. Fuck, fuck Wade Boggs. Fuck the illiterate fan base. Yep. Yeah, f- <laughs> yeah, fuck them. Um, I, I mean, fuck, fuck Wade Boggs. Fuck Wade Boggs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fuck adoption laws. Fuck adoption yeah. laws. We're making vaguely yeah. rhyming stuff here. <laughs> we didn't start the fire. We drank a thousand beers. <laughs> Uh, okay okay we can come together on one I know we can do it Um, fuck the little league classic yes yes yeah (laughs) fuck little league baseball yeah fuck the little league classic yeah fuck the little league Williamsport we're coming for you yeah fuck them kids (laughs) 